I'd like to give a big shout out to the Hoodoo Gurus who have given us permission to use part of their song, That's My Team, as our new podcast episode intro for all of their music. And whenever they are going live or performing live, head to their Facebook and their Instagram. The links will be in the description below. Be sure to give them a like and a follow as well on Facebook and Instagram. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast and I am joined by a special guest for this interview. He's former Penrith Panthers, New South Wales and Australian second rower, Mark Geyer. Thank you for joining us here, mate. TJ, good to be part of the uh, program, my friend. Thank you very much. So basically, start off with a few easy questions. You made your first grade debut for the Penrith Panthers. What was that like? It was a dream come true. Um, I... I'm a Penrith junior. I played on my junior rugby league uh, in the Penrith district for clubs like Wayland, yep. Warriors, uh, yep. North Mount Druitt, and then St Mary's. And then I got graded when I was a 17-year-old at Penrith and made my first grade debut two years later, which was a fantastic. And it was great to see just recently three uh, Panthers uh, being blooded last uh, Friday night as well. So, it's um, yeah, it was, it was a special moment. That sounds awesome. And what was your favourite level to play at? Was it club, state or national? Put them into categories, I suppose. When you get that first ever first grade jersey, uh, when Tim Sheens told me that I was, I was going to make my debut, it was, it was a surreal moment. So that, that was kind of up top. And then I made the 1990 Kangaroo Tour and made my test debut on that tour in front of about 50 people in South of France. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that was very special. I, you know, I was standing with the national anthem with a tear running down my, my, my cheek. And, oh, wow. And then obviously Origin, where I think that's the ultimate in, as far as testing one skill and, and strength and, you know, level as a rugby league. It's the toughest form of rugby league there is. And to, be, yeah, to, play sure. that, to play that was fantastic. For sure. Fair enough. In 94, you played for the Yamina Beach Bunnies in the Central Coast League. What was that like <laughs> going back to the grassroots level? And also talking about the merging with Andrew John Sanger Central Coast Club, do you think it would be beneficial for the Central Coast to have a team again? Yeah, look, I, um, I have uh, a lot of roots in the Central Coast. All my my mum's family live there and I used to go up there every Christmas holidays for... Um, oh, nice. For the whole- yeah, to Edelong in your minor. It's God's country, mate. It's God's <laughs> country. Now my sister and mum and dad live up there as well at Clarny uh, Vale. So it's a beautiful part of the land. But I, 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 look, it come about because I had a year at Balmain in 93. Yep. And then I didn't want to really... I had enough of playing NRL, to be honest, and had, had to get away for different reasons. We went and played you minor and I, we won the comp that year. And, oh, wow. Um, that would have been special. Yeah, it was. It was, it was very special. Uh, the year later, I went to Perth. So, and to answer the second part of your question. Yeah, for the merger. I, I think it's kind of criminal not to have a team on the Central Coast. It's one of the biggest nurseries in the world. And, well, um, we've got I, players I think... such as Matt Ikevalu coming up in the ranks for the Roosters, having played for the Arena Eagles on the Central Coast. There you go. Yeah, and I know that, you know, when, in my day, there was a lot of players come from that area. Matt Orford is another Central Coast yeah, player. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a young Puppenhausen at the moment playing for the Storm who comes from Terrigal. So yep. I think it's a matter of if, not when, they, yeah. they do it. Um, I think it's going to happen most of that when. Yeah, so fair enough. One one Sydney team must go, but there's too many teams in Sydney. And... I was going to say, do you, do you want them to be, um, like Gordon Tallis said a few days ago, do you see a New South Wales club being re-established in another state? Or do you see just a team being just fully just, you know, disbanded sort of thing? Well, I, I think within 10 years' time, these nine teams in Sydney won't be there. One, one of them won't be there. Maybe yep. two of them won't be there. So... A bit like the, the North Sydney Bears and the New Sound Jets. Yep, um, yep. I was I was thinking I, the exact same. I think you've got to try and take a little piece of something than, than a whole lot of nothing. And I think it's in their best interest of a club to start exploring that option of, of, of relocating to the Central Coast. And as far as 
expansion goes, I, th- I still think expansion's on the list. And I think that the two teams would come in would be Perth and another team in Brisbane. Fair enough. And that kind of also helps me segue into the next question, which is about your time at Perth. What were your feelings and emotions playing for a state that's so far away from all the action, for lack of a better term, on the eastern coast of Australia when you were playing for the Western Reds? Yeah, that was kind of the allure. The whole... Um, point of signing there was to get away from the fishbowl of Sydney that yep. was you know obviously I'm not in Sydney person I was in Penrith which yep. was a kind of a which is a satellite city but um yeah I, I just had enough of you know had, had a couple of things go against me had a couple of bad things happen to get formed in my life and I wanted to get away and um would have been the perfect sea change then yeah, it was, mate. It really was. And straight away, the outcasts, inverted commas, as I put them, players that uh, converged upon Perth were all blokes who wanted a second chance or playing reserve grade or playing in the English Super League. So it was, we come together as one and we kind of gelled straight away. And I can never forget our first game on uh, the Wacker against the Dragons. We beat them and they were one of the premiership favourites that year. So we, yeah, my time in Perth, I remember fondly. I had two children while I was there and um, two babies and but then I had a good chance to come back to Penrith for the last three years of my career which I cherish. That actually kind of sums up the next question was you then went on to finalise your career and finish it with the Panthers and what was that like so that helps answer that question. Um, touching on again with the players that you played with at the Western Reds one of them was your younger brother Matt. What was it like playing with your brother in the top grade in the same team? Um, it was one of my highlights of my, my playing career I must say I was, I, we'd settled in Perth after about three or four months my wife and I and yep my brother gave me a call and said that he hadn't made any of the Penrith rep side. Do you think there'd be an opportunity over there with the junior reds? And I said, yeah, no problem. So I spoke to Peter Mulholland, who was the coach at the time, and yep. he got Matt a trial. And Matt lived with me for a couple of months, and then he he made the team. So he, he basically started working and living in Perth with a couple of other young blokes. From oh, that nice. area. So it's 97, I think we first grade to be with each other together. So Oh, that would have been really special. <laughs> yeah, it was. He put a bomb up for me to kick and uh, to catch, <laughs> and I scored it against, I think against Castleford in the uh, World Club Challenge. So oh. Oh, far out. Yeah, so that was really uh, a special moment. But it was I think any, any brother, brothers yep. who play together in, in the in the top grade will tell you that something that uh, your parents are so proud of that you know they they'll never forget. Yeah, for sure. This obviously wouldn't be a true Mark Gar interview without asking you about your famous scuffle with Wally Lewis in the '91 State <laughs> of Origin series, mate. First of all, what was the lead up to that, and also what was going through your mind at the time? The lead up was I. Had a pretty quiet game in '91, the first yep. the first game of '91. Yep. And I, I I kind of I think Queensland beat a six four at Lang Park, and I yep. didn't really think I'd make the second time, but I did. And oh nice. Well, as we as we converged upon, I think it was somewhere in Coogee where we met up for our medicals and our handing out of tracksuits and and whatnot. Yep. Um, yep. A couple of the selectors pulled me aside and said that you know I was lucky to make that team and uh, we need more aggression from you and I and I. Huh. Basically, I said to them that I'm a bit worried about being too aggressive because I'm, I've just come off a four-week suspension. And oh, yeah, I'm fair worried, enough. And I'm worried about being suspended again. And they said, well, you can't be suspended in origin. You can't get sent off in origin. I, I, I said, well, so what do you mean? They go, well, go out and do what you got to do. So I, uh, with a selector's blessing, I had a green light to basically run a muck and create mayhem. And I, and I did as much as I could. And right on half time, I know that's... I remember that Steve Walters did a voluntary tackle in front of me just to, as the siren sounded. I gave him a bit of a rabbit chop to the back of the head. Yeah. Uh, uh, then it was on. People come running in from everywhere, and one of those people who came running in was uh, Wally Lewis. And to be honest, he was screaming my name, calling me, calling your name, saying, "Guy, you're this guy." You're oh, that. far and, out. And I and I thought, "Fuck, ah, Wally Lewis knows my name," you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. What, and, what were you uh, were you uh, shitting it when when you, when I, you got I, up I close kind of, to him? I kind of. I thought, fuck, I'm a lot bigger than this bloke and he's taking me on. I thought he might be out of fight, so yeah. I better be careful. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, to, to be confronted with the game's best player at the time and in that moment with rain pouring down and a lot of things going through my mind. Um, it was I all surreal? It was very surreal. Yeah, yeah, very surreal. And I think the fact that we didn't throw a punch was why it's remained in folklore for so long. Definitely. It's the what if would have happened because it's so it, it's so definitely because unfortunately I wasn't born then, but I've watched the replay <laughs> of that match and that exact moment, and I'm like, swing one of you, you could have yeah, easily yeah. had a go, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think that's I think that's I think that's a common consensus. Yeah, it shows Don't a lot it. more judgment of character on both your parts that you didn't throw a punch. Well, I think the the, the mutual respect was there. Exactly. That, that's, that's, what I took out of that was he, he must have respected me and I, I definitely respected him. So I, consequently, I went to the judiciary and I signed, I signed it to six different occasions and, <laughs> yep. and I never played Origin again. And touching on the 91 season, which was the first NRL premiership won by the Panthers, Panthers, what was that like for you and also for the club in general? That was the most glorious moment of my rugby league career. That was to be able to get another chance after being there the year before in 1990 against Canberra, the same yep. team. yep. Same, same score at half time. We're down 12 6. But this, this time was different. We, we'd had four players who'd gone away on the 1990 Kangaroo Tour with myself and Brandy Alexander and Johnny Cartwright and Brad Fittler. Yep. So, so we con- we changed jerseys. We went from the Chocolate Soldiers to the Licorice All Sorts. So yep. we kind of looked, dif- we looked different and we played different. So that, you know, that Royce try in the corner when we scored, then Brandy kicked the goal from the sideline to put us seven points ahead. That was the the most uh, exuberant feeling I've ever experienced in rugby league. I've had five children in my life, and uh, that was that may have been the biggest moments of my life, but that was the best sporting moment I've ever had when they, I realised that we won the grand final. Oh, I can imagine people who've been there and former players that I've interviewed have said there's nothing like it. No, it is. That's true. It's true. You like it, 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 honestly, it's you work. A lot of people don't see what goes into getting there, and yeah, it's the entire season and the entire preseason yeah. leading into it. And, it, it it really is such a massive feat to be able to l- get there, let alone win it. Yeah, and you're doing it with your best mate. You're doing it with your best mate. So that's an even... Makes it even more special. More. Yeah, but yeah. So just got two more questions for you before we do some try time trivia. What is your take on the modern game? Are there any rules that have been outed that you'd like to see re-implemented? I personally would love to see the unlimited tackles because it would make for a more competitive game and the shoulder charge brought back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I made a career on the shoulder charge, and I don't think we'll ever set that back because yep. um, it's a little bit dangerous these it days is, with, such, yeah. with, with the athletes we've got. But look, I, I'm happy with the game. I'm happy with the game. Let's not forget the game's never been more scrutinised. We've got social media now that I never was part of when I played. Yeah, that's true. Every, every refereeing decision is questioned on social media, where every player performance is questioned on social media, and every every person, every critic's got a voice. So yeah, and the couch referees as well. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a very look. It's, I think that the athlete in this game has never been better. A lot of people are blowing up about the the one on one strip rule. I love the strip rule. I love, I love that the, rule so I, much. Uh, uh, hold on to the ball, boys. If you don't want it stripped, it's simple yeah, as that. Pretty it's, much. If yeah, you know. Now and look, everyone bags uh, Melbourne for for doing what they do in tackles and stuff. But if Melbourne were coming tenth, would we worry about what they're doing? No, no we it's, wouldn't. It's, it's, exactly. So I, look, I, I I'd love to see the interchange dropped. I think we're, at the moment we've got eight. I'd love to see it go to six or four. Yeah, that, 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 um, yeah, and only have like maybe a fifth or like an extra one for emergency injury one sort of thing. Yeah, yeah I, I think we should carry an 18th man for um, HIA. Yeah, um, for sure. Agreed. So, but apart from that, I'm pretty happy with the way the game is. Honestly, it's, uh, it's it's never been better to watch all these games. We watched last weekend with the top four teams at each other. You know, 20,000 of the suburban ground, both at Canberra 
um, in Gosford. It was that's what rugby league is about. That's uh, yeah. for me. I, I sat back on Sunday watching them two games and go, "This is this is as good as it gets." Yeah, for sure. One last question before trivia time: What's your take on the 2019 season so far, and what's your predictions for the final eight? And do you have a prediction for which teams are going to be in the grand final? Overall, look, I think the competition has been fantastic. I, you know, I. I I didn't expect these dragons to be so bad. I didn't. Neither did I. I was expecting them to go between seventh oh, and eleventh. Yeah, at least. Yeah. I think dogs are going to be one of the teams that surprise next year. I, I think. Um, I, I honestly, my prediction this year at the beginning was the bulldogs were going to get the spoon or close to it, because okay. I, I see I see what Dean Pay is doing. He's trying to blood the players, you know, um, get them their games, which with any team while they're trying to do that is going to go through their hard times. So I see the Bulldogs being a force to reckon with in about three years. Mm. Sorry, continue, mate. Well, I, I hope you're right because I, I like Dean Payne. I like, the, I like their roster. I like, oh, um, definitely. So, I, I, yeah, so overall the comps have been great. I think the top eight is pretty well settled. I think um, there's four teams fighting out seventh and eighth, that's Penrith and Brisbane and uh, the Tigers and the Sharks. I think maybe, look, if Penrith beat the Broncos on Friday night, um, I think Penrith and the Sharks might make the, the eighth. I think I think at the moment it's looking very similar to what we had last year with it a, is. A, a, a Melbourne Storm and Roosters grand final. And, you know, can the Roosters be the first team since 1992 and 93 to go back to back? Well, I, I don't see what, any reason why not. They're a, they're a force to be reckoned with. Definitely. Very much so. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. I personally think the Raiders are going to make it to at least the prelim finals. I don't know whether they'll make the grand final, but they're going to go further than they have in quite a while this year. They're a great team to watch, and I think it's all... Be ho- I remember in the late 80s, uh, Penrith bought two players from Canterbury, Peter Kelly and Chris Mortimer, who were, who yep. were tough, bar- really tough bastards, you know, and um, they taught us young blokes how to, how to be tough, the local juniors in Penrith, and how to win tough, and I, I see I the same with these English imports with Canberra, with John Bateman, and Hodgson not so much because he's been there for a while, but he's John Bateman's inclusion to his team with Nickel Klopstad um, have been two of the best buyers in the competition this year. Oh, for um, sure. And I think I, I think you could be right. I, I, look, I love the brand of footy they play. They had a really good game against the Roosters on the weekend. Oh, they had a they screamer. Were... Even in their loss, they still had a screamer yeah. of a match. Yeah, and I, I think they'll take a bit away from that. And I wouldn't count out Manly at full strength. Yeah, true. But, but I, think, I think apart from the top, you know, look, Melbourne... Roosters, Faust with Burgess back are going to be stronger. Yep. But, you know, then the Raiders and maybe the, the Eagles. Yep. Who knows? Who knows what Penrith can produce on their day either? So, exactly. That's, 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 that's a, this last month of rugby league is, is going to be formidable, and I can't wait for it. Agreed. Going over to try time trivia, we got six yep. quick fire questions. The last interview that I did was Jamie Soward. He got five from six. So now it's your oh. turn to try and see if you can beat him. Well, the heat is on. Yes. The heat is on. Question one. What year did the Western Reds change their name to the Perth Reds? 1997. Yep. Who was awarded the JJ Giltnan Shield in the 91 NRL season as minor premiers? That was the Panthers. Yeah, it was. Fuck, I believe that one. The Penrith Panthers avoided a last place ranking in 2015 by defeating which club in their final match of the season? Newcastle. Yep. Who was the first player to captain the Brisbane Broncos? Oh, Wally Lewis. Yep. Who won the first ever Clive Churchill medal issued to a member of the losing grand final team? I'll give you the options. Daly Cherry Evans, Bradley Clyde, or Brad Mackay? That was Bradley, Bradley Clyde when Roy Simmons should have got it. Yes. Last question. The West Tigers National Rugby League team was formed by a merger between which two teams? One of my old clubs, the Balmain Tigers yep. and the Western Suburbs Magpies. Yes. Wonderful. So you've got all six from six. Go beat that, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us here.